You're listening to Active Vegetarian, episode 67. Hello and welcome to the Active Vegetarian Show, the plant-based eater's guide to fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle. To discover how to fit healthy plant-based eating into your life and for practical fitness advice, visit us at activevegetarian.com. We're your hosts, Nikki and Susanna, so let's get started. Rolling, rolling the home Zuska, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. I'm going to start this podcast by saying shift happens. Shit happens? Shift. Oh, okay. We have changes in our life that happens and we can either embrace it or we can use all of our energy and our force to push back against it, which is unfortunately most common. We don't embrace that change and we defeat ourselves and we don't allow change to happen in our lives. Why is that? Why do you think that is? Because change is difficult. Uh, I think that when we get used to a certain way of living, it becomes our comfort. It becomes uh, what, what we know. Uh, and stepping outside of that comfort zone is, well, uncomfortable. It's uh, something that challenges us. And not many of us are accustomed to change we don't like change so i think that's why it's challenging yeah i think our natural state is to stay in that comfort zone and today we are going to talk about how to stay motivated while working out so what we kind of introduced in the beginning here is really often what defeats most people and discourages most people and also can hinder most people's progress when it comes to working out and when it comes to fitness and keeping movement and what in is your that life. being in a comfort zone or I think just mental our mental mm-hmm. game we play with ourselves and really more of the psychological part of it because we've we've done motivational articles and podcasts before of keys to stay motivated and there's lots of things that you can apply when it comes to fitness and they work for some people and it's great but not everybody and it can be something like you know finding a great playlist or taking your gym clothes to work with you so you go right after work or buying new gym clothes maybe that's something that would inspire you to keep training and keep working out you know what Nick yes I think those are all great ideas but I think at the end of the day they're just temporary fixes if that makes sense because you know you buy a new pair of shoes you might be motivated for two three workouts and then what you're seeking another need to get motivated and to get inspired and again there's nothing wrong with that once in a while we all need it but I think you're right shift happens and it happens on the inside and we cannot really generate shift on the first step from the outside world anytime you do it's really not something that's going to uh, be with you for for the rest of your life Exactly. And that's kind of the approach when I was thinking about this article and writing it, it just started flowing. And it was coming to me in the sense of it's more of a psychological thing. We've all been there. Even as trainers, we've been there. There's moments where we need that motivation. We need that push. And really, where does it come from? Why? Why do we stop ourselves? And that's where I really wanted to tap into and figure out how we can change that and how we can shift that. So if anybody out there is listening, if they're struggling with these moments, even if you have been training for a long time, some of these suggestions that we're going to give you can help you at some point along your fitness journey because we do hit plateaus. We have moments where, you know, we do need that extra push. So Mm -hmm. 
we have seven different ideas of how to keep you motivated to work out and continue training if you are already or just to really get your butt in gear and get doing it get started yes i think that's another really challenging one i think for people who haven't been exercising uh, regularly or really this is this hasn't been part of their lifestyle until now it's challenging it's very difficult to to get started uh, personally i've been active since i was very young i was very fortunate because my parents especially my dad was very proactive in getting us active uh, you know he wanted us kids to to be always moving so i think that stayed with me but i cannot imagine what it is for people who were not brought up that way it's a totally new territory you have to start fresh from the beginning uh, in maybe your 30s 40s and that could be challenging but i think definitely the the seven what would you call them tips strategies uh, pieces of advice suggestions mm -hmm. we have for you i think definitely can make a big shift because what did you say at the beginning shift shift happens shift and it happens. does and change happens and we need to allow it and we need to embrace it because that's where we will see progress we will see things in our life start to turn into something positive you know we all have these seeds of intention but really it takes work to develop and to nurture these seeds and to really allow them to flourish and to to grow into something so Let's get to it. Let's talk about these seven different suggestions, tips, strategies, whatever you want to call mm -hmm. it. Seven different points that hopefully you can start to use and it will benefit you and your life and keep you on track with your fitness and lifestyle in general. Number one, set a goal. Goal setting is huge. Many motivational speakers and leaders in the personal development category always say how important it is to start with a goal. It makes sense. If you don't know where you're going, if you don't know what your destination is, how are you going to arrive there? It's just basically you're going out there hoping that one day you will arrive at your goal or at uh, the place where you're hoping to be. But what are you hoping for? What is it that you want? Sit down and figure out what your goals are. Why are you working out? And write it down. I think that's the most important thing. Sometimes we think that we know what our goals are, but unless we actually sit down with a piece of paper and write it down, we don't really know. We, we don't have a specific goal in mind. No, and I think there's a lot of power behind even just writing your goal in general. Just writing it down. It's that extra little bit of commitment to yourself. Um, another option would be to share it with somebody as well, is having this goal and sharing it with somebody. So it gives you that sense of accountability to somebody else, not just yourself. And this applies to anything in life. It doesn't have to be just working out. But if we are talking about working out, you know, it's one of those things that if you're having a hard time sticking with your workout schedule, going to the gym or going for a jog or walk every single day, Personally, for me, what I do is I write my goals down and I try to read them every single day. Every morning when I wake up, I have a little piece of paper and I just go over what my goals are in general in life. What is it that I want? If you want to take it a step further, I also suggest to write down why do you want it. Let's say that you want to lose weight because that's where most people start. Mm -hmm. When they start to work out, they want to lose weight. I'm not saying that it's always like that, but let's face it, general rule of thumb is... I need to work out because I have too much weight mm -hmm. and I need to lose it. So if that's your goal, let's say your goal is to lose 15 pounds, write down, I want to lose 15 pounds 
Why do I want to lose 15 pounds? I'm going to feel healthier. I'm going to feel more confident. Whatever your reasons are, write them down. And every single morning, read it to yourself. And make sure that they're measurable goals. So it, let's say if somebody wanted to lose 15 pounds, what time frame would you give somebody for that 15 pounds? I think in order to be healthy, uh, it's, you know, it all depends. It's difficult to say. Everybody's individual. Some people might have extra 100 pounds to That's lose. That's right. So the weight is going to come off much easier. They always say two pounds a week is a healthy weight to lose. But if you only have 10 pounds to lose, it might take you longer than five weeks to lose that. So it all depends. I would say that healthy amount of weight would be one to two pounds a week. If you're doing it with proper nutrition, you're not starving yourself, you're still eating enough of wholesome plant-based foods, and you're exercising daily. And if you haven't been exercising ever, or if you haven't been exercising for a long period of time and just getting back into it, start with 30 minutes a day. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. You know, the next part of setting a goal is make it achievable. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm trying to do something very quickly, if I'm trying to drastically change something, it's going to be almost impossible. I'm going to maybe start really strong. I'm going to have like a sprint right at the beginning, but... How long am I going to be able to maintain it? Right? right. Even if it's you want to achieve 10 push-ups at the mm -hmm. end, you know, start with just being able to do two full push-ups on your own. Just making sure that it is something that you are able to do. Otherwise, we just defeat ourselves, And this mm -hmm. is where most people give up. They set unrealistic goals. They try to work towards it. And once they can't reach it, they get bored or they get tired or they're not seeing the results or the progress as quick as they want to. Right. They just let go and they give up. Now, Nikki said something about unrealistic goals. I think often our goals are maybe not unrealistic. I think that sometimes we set goals for ourselves that are pretty hefty goals. Uh, what is challenging for us is to believe that we can actually accomplish those mm -hmm. goals, mm -hmm. right? So yes, they have to be realistic. Obviously, if you are, you know, um, five foot two and you want to be six feet tall and you're going to be going to the gym every day and stretching, you're not going to, that's not going to happen. That's unrealistic. Let's face it. But at the same time, if you have big goals, if you work at them every single day and you believe that's the important thing, you have to believe that it's achievable, you will accomplish it. And the way you will start to believe that it's possible is to read those goals every single day repetition repetition you know the way we think our thoughts produce how we act and they produce our actions so it's very important to read over those goals remind yourself of what your goals are why you're doing it and soon enough it's going to become like a mantra and you're going to be able to believe in it and accomplish it in a reasonable period of time and when you brought up the idea of it's our thoughts, it is. And that brings us on to our second point, which is change your perspective. And really what we need to start doing is we need to start to think like an athlete. Often people defeat themselves because they don't believe in themselves. And this can be a lot of outside factors affecting this. Maybe the way you were raised could be contributing to why maybe you don't believe that you can achieve something like this. Whatever it might be, you need to start to work on that. You need to start to shift that mindset and believe in yourself. Start to visualize yourself as the athlete or as what you want to be like or the person you want to see yourself as. And start to accept that. So I think self-love is the key here, is that when you are noticing those small changes within yourself, and now this can be physically or mentally, emotionally, there's so many things that fitness can provide to our lifestyle in all of these different areas. 
So wherever you see those progresses happening, acknowledge them and give yourself that credit and start to nourish those achievements rather than focusing on what we don't have or focusing on the negative. We need to start to encourage and start to nourish those positive things and those positive moments that are happening Mm -hmm. during this process as well to keep us motivated. Of course. You know, if you're brushing your teeth and you want to flex your biceps in the mirror, go for it. Whatever is going to keep you going and keep you motivated, make sure that is what you're giving to yourself. This might even mean that you have to rethink your social circle. We need to have a real strong backbone in order to not allow other people to hinder our success. We've talked about it in previous podcasts, but what often happens is when people start to see you succeed or start to change in a more positive way, they're going to want to hinder that in some way because it's a personal thing. Yes. Yes. You're all of a sudden, you are changing um, your habits that have been with you for a long period of time. Those are habits that maybe kept your friendship. You know, those are habits that you shared with your friends, your family, and all of a sudden you're changing it. That's a scary thing for uh, for others around and us. Like we mentioned at the beginning, change is difficult. Change is hard. It's difficult for most people. So the fact that you're pushing yourself and you're allowing yourself to make this shift and to change, people are going to be upset with it a little bit because they want you to stay back and they want you to kind of wallow in that comfort zone with them so just being sure that you're strong you're sticking to who you are and the goals that you have set for yourself and you're not allowing others to hinder that so just stay strong self-love and nourish the progress along the way all right number three is stop exercising for vanity and i think that goes hand in hand what you were just talking about the self-love and so on at the beginning we mentioned set yourself with some goals goals are important now we mentioned a goal of losing 15 pounds now that obviously could be for vanity you know you want to look better you Mm -hmm. want to feel better in in your clothes but always exercising for vanity is not really the most ideal way to go about it it's not a bad goal to have especially at the beginning because it's motivating it's motivating to see our body changing However, always going by the scale or always going by how you look in the mirror is not necessarily the best way to stay motivated, if that makes sense. Our body changes all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, especially for us women. We can have times during the month where we are feeling like a little whale, let's face it. A a little one. Sometimes you feel like a big whale. So that's really not something that's sustainable. Once in a while, you're going to feel really crappy about yourself. But if you can set yourself up with goals of, let's say my goal is to work out five times a week and Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to class five times a week this week. That's my goal for this week. That's much more healthy way to go about it than I want to lose five pounds this week because you're going to obsess about it. Going to class five times a week is much easier to attain. Also, when we exercise for vanity purposes only, it often means that we are comparing ourselves to others because Mm. we are looking at ourselves, we are looking at somebody else, we want to maybe look like them or similar to them, we want what what they have and we don't have. Mm -hmm. And again, that's a very unhealthy place to be. You are who you are, you're an individual, you are a beautiful human being, you can set goals for yourself that are going to serve you and you do not really have to worry about anybody else around you. Worry about yourself first. And accept yourself. Learn to use fitness to start to accept who you truly are and the body that you have. 
it's men and women when this comes down to it, is that we just really need to start to accept who we are, how we look, and be ourselves because mm-hmm. we need more real people in this world. We're all individuals for a reason. We're all different for a reason. And we need to express that. We can't have this mask of similarities going around this world because I feel like it's just, it's too much. It's overwhelming. And you know what, Nick? It's very challenging because of social media. Let's take Instagram. Okay. Instagram is all about photos and videos. And in our fitness world, it is becoming a little bit crazy because everybody wants to show how great they look, what they are wearing their abs, their ass, what have you. It's it's very uh, unhealthy way to live because we are constantly comparing ourselves to somebody mm-hmm. else and that destroys our confidence because we are mm-hmm. never, like I said, we are individual. We can never be exactly like someone else. You're always chasing goals. They're pretty much unattainable. And I think it's a matter of starting to view you know, anybody that you see with these six packs, and if that's your ideal and you're looking at it going, I want to look like that, I want that, ask yourself, are these people really happy? Are they living the life they want? Are they healthy inside? Is that really who you want to be? So there's so many different areas that we need to nurture and to pay attention to. And that's what we're trying to teach here. It's not just about the vanity, not just about the outside but it's about also looking within and and feeding that as well. That's right. So not exercising for vanity. It's perfectly fine to go and find yourself an inspiration, somebody who you look up to, somebody who, you know, is strong, healthy and living the life you aspire. However, please don't compare yourself to them. No, and I think when we talk about vanity as well, like I said, if you're flexing in front of the mirror, that's fine. You're in your own space, you're doing it whatever like it's just it's building that confidence within yourself just as long as you don't get carried away with it and you do notice that within the view of how your body's changing it's building confidence within you and that's the real work that's really what this fitness is doing for you is that it's developing and it's starting to peel off those layers and really bring you back to the root of who you truly are all right number four is to find a buddy or a community to train with or to work out. I mentioned at the beginning, all of us need a little bit of motivation. Even as trainers, Suzanne and I, we need that extra push. And that's why it's wonderful that we have one another. Wouldn't you say like Mm -hmm. there's days where we would be in the gym and maybe even lifting heavier weights or something. And we just need that little bit of extra help to get us there. So there's nothing wrong with this. Some people just need that accountability and it's good. It's a great way to get your physical activity in. There was years ago when I was going to the gym quite regularly and I was just looking for a change. So I reached out to one of my friends who was also active and I was like, let's find something together. So her and I found a group of us girls, including my sister, and we started rowing. And we did it for a few summers and it was great. It was a way to get out. We were able to all, you know, drive together, be social, have fun out on the water while we're getting some physical activity in. And it really makes time go by fast and it makes that activity and that movement lighter for us. It comes with more ease, if you will. From there, we continued on and my friend and I started Muay Thai, which was actually how I met Susanna. And it's this community, it's a group of people. And when I was going to group classes, I realized that, you know, when you tell somebody, okay, I'll see you tomorrow night, 
What often happens is the next day, you might not be feeling up for going to class. I've been there, I've had those days. And I would be running through my head excuses and excuses of what can I come up with of why I'm not going to go tonight because I'm just tired I don't feel like going but I told John I'm going to be there so what do I do it's a matter of stopping these really unnecessary conversations we have through our head and just do it we've committed to it which is great we've had that accountability by me telling John I'll be there so I've already committed to it to somebody else so having that community environment and having a friend can be really powerful to keep you on track. And this might not be with every workout. It could be just maybe once a week you do this mm -hmm. and the rest you're training on your own. Just going to add to it, Nick, I think finding a community or a person who is supporting mm -hmm. uh, your goals and who is on the same path or similar path as you. Because there is, again, a lot of communities in the fitness field that are not necessarily the most health-oriented ones. Right. You know, it's a push, push, push. They could be based solely on vanity about losing weight mm -hmm. or how you look that day. So find a community that is healthy. And that's not always easy to find, but communities like that exist. We are very fortunate here in Vancouver that we have beautiful communities of fitness-oriented people that are like-minded and that they support one another. So try a few things and make sure that wherever you go, it helps you grow your confidence. It helps you enjoy fitness. It makes you look forward to those workouts. It's not something you dread. Okay, so let's move on to number five. Give yourself a break. So what do we mean by this, Zeus? I've realized that perfection kills progress. Mm -hmm. You do not have to be perfect in order to start anything. If you haven't been exercising and you're just starting out, go out there. Put a pair of good shoes on and go for a walk. You do not have to do an hour of intense physical activity. It's about small daily improvements because these small daily improvements lead to massive results. It's not about what you can or cannot do today. Think about how far you're going to be a year from now if you do your small daily improvements every single day. Also, give yourself a break means that if you've been exercising for a long period of time and you've been really going hard at it, it's important to take a break once in a while. I'm not saying to sit on the couch for a month and do nothing. No, not by any means. But if you've been going, let's say, to spin classes for the past year and you've been really, really killing it mm -hmm. every single week, it's important to give yourself a break, a time off from that activity. Every single athlete, they have on season, during the season, and they have off season. The off season time is to take a break, pull back, give your body and your mind a chance to recover to take that well-deserved vacation. It's very, very important. You come back stronger with more energy and it's about more motivation yes, as well. Yes, of course. And it's not about, like Susanna said, it's not about just giving up altogether and just sitting on the couch and, and taking time off in that aspect. You can have it as an active recovery break as well. Whether it's just one day where you're not going to your spin class and you're gonna go out and just connect with nature and go for a hike instead, you're still getting movement in. And it's good, it's good mentally for us just of to course. stop that routine, everything, our, our muscle memory, all of it. It's good to just switch it up. And how do, how do you know that you need to take a break? I think it's important, like you said, to slow down. Just slow down for a moment. If you feel really tired, you have a hard time waking up in the morning or you have a hard time falling asleep at night, that's one of the signs of overtraining, of doing little too much. So for the next couple of days, instead of going to the gym or you know playing the sport of your choosing, 
just go for a walk connect with nature connect with yourself and really ask your body to tell you what it is that you need or your mind i think it comes down to the point of us not feeling motivated to do it either and that's why we get discouraged and sometimes yes. we get unmotivated when you are overtrained you, you lose the motivation to work out that's one of the side effects as well for sure it kind of goes with our next point which is number six and that is variety now we emphasize this quite a bit of including a lot of different types of training and different activities into your lifestyle we feel like it's extremely important to continue to grow and to educate yourself and to learn because really that's where we can start to see what i guess what makes your heart sing or what feeds your soul you can start to find those things and those are things that you're going to stick with those things that you love whether it is that spin class and you want to do it every day and that works for you because you just love it find those things so by having variety and by experimenting with different types of activity and different types of training different types of movement soon you're going to find those and you might find multiple ones which is great because it's less likely you're going to get bored and get unmotivated to do these things one of the most incredible athletes in this world have variety mm -hmm. and i think that's something that i have learned over the past several years that if you want to really be good at a sport a certain sport of course you need to practice that sport however you can support it with other activities you know there is football players who obviously train really strictly during the season to play football really well but off season they're also adding different things into their routine because that's really what makes them stronger and makes them perform on a much higher level so variety is definitely a key what about bodybuilders and they're learning ballet just to be able to pose properly mm -hmm. on a stage like it's still a variety it's still a type of exercise it's still a form of training and art that they want to include because it's part of it. Variety is also important mentally, Nick, when you think about it, because once we get into that rut of always doing the same thing it's over and over It's a mundane kind of life. That sometimes can kill your motivation because you know exactly, if you go to this class, you know exactly what to expect. Who's going to be in it? Yes, the music they're going to be playing, you know, the drills you're going to be doing. It's, it's challenging. I know as a coach, uh, I used to teach classes. And for me, I was thinking to myself, if I am bored as a coach, I can imagine how bored the people must be in the class so variety is always always important don't neglect that fact and if you're starting to get a little discouraged or unmotivated with your exercise evaluate this point look into it what have you been doing in the past four weeks six weeks eight weeks what have you been doing over the last year have you been always doing the same thing has your routine always been the same change it and if we can paint a picture of what that schedule would look like maybe you're doing strength training three or four times a week and maybe you're going to yoga class one night you're going to a spin class another night and maybe you're choosing another class that you enjoy whether it's martial arts or tennis or getting on your bike or just going for a hike you can have this variety where it's feeding so many different parts of you physically but as well as mentally like we were saying and it's giving you that balance in the sense of energy i guess i'll put it that way because we could have really high intense spin classes where we're pushing ourselves, but we need to balance that with that walk in nature where we can just be and we can connect and kind of bring our 
our energy levels back down and ground ourselves again. Because if we always stay within that kind of hyper state, we talk about it a lot, but our society is so fast paced and so stressful in a way. Like it is, it's stressful around us, whether we notice it or not. This buzz is is a lot on us. So we need those moments where it is yoga, it is walking, it is just connecting and being to balance it all out. So variety is huge. I think I okay, say we always emphasize said. and we ramble about it because it is, it's big. So let's move on to number seven. What do you got for number seven for us? Number seven is to schedule it in. My motto is if it's not scheduled, it's not going to get done. And things that get scheduled are the things that get done. So that's very important. To be fully honest with everybody out there, I have a planner. I have a planner and I put everything in there. I put things like waking up, what time I'm gonna wake up every morning. I'm gonna put my meditation there. I'm gonna put everything I need to accomplish that day, whether it's work-related or personal stuff-related. And I also schedule my workout in. Mm -hmm. And it works for me it works because i know exactly what i'm gonna do when i'm gonna do it i know that we just talked about variety in our previous point and that's important so i also include variety into my schedule there's nothing wrong with being organized there's nothing wrong with having a routine routine is something that really helps us accomplish certain things it helps us monetize our time accordingly and Mm -hmm. really allow us to accomplish as much as possible within one day you know what's also important to schedule into your calendar and planner is time off, time yes. to disconnect, time to just be. So remember, things that get scheduled are the things that get done. So make sure that every single day you look over your to-do list, although I don't like to call it that way, but over your day planner and make sure that there is time for working out. All right. I like that motto. It goes along with another one we have, which is how we believe that knowledge is power. We also know that knowledge is really only reserved power until we put that action into it. And so really by this podcast, what we're trying to encourage you to do is to take action. Really, that's what it comes down to is to take some action and really start to believe in yourself. Like we were saying, our belief system is really the force behind our behaviors and our results. If we can change our beliefs, we can change our behaviors. And when we change our behaviors, we change our results. Once our results change, then our life can change. So I think it's really important to go through the steps that we talked about, the points that we listed, and see whatever one speaks to you and connect with it and start to try to incorporate that into your life Little by little, I think just one by one, you don't need to do all of them at once because you're just going to overwhelm yourself. And again, it's just going to discourage you. So just making sure that you focus on one of them at a time and apply it to your life. Allow it to start to motivate you and to keep you on track with your fitness schedule and, and your movement. And now it still might be challenging for people. Let's face it. We've provided these tips and it still might be where people are like, okay, you know, having the new clothes, having a great playlist to run to and setting a goal, changing my mindset, all of it's great. I'm trying to do it, but it's still not enough. What would you suggest for people? What really is the last straw to pull for people when it comes to something like this? Oh man, that's a tough question. Because here's the thing, life is challenging. Um, We live in a chaotic world. You said it yourself. It's stressful out there. It's busy out there. And, you know, working out is just another thing often we need to fit in. Being healthy is just another thing that we need to fit in into our already overscheduled days. 
it's challenging. I can sympathize with anybody out there. For us, this is our life. This is our lifestyle. This is what we do. We help people get healthy. And for us even, there's days where it's challenging to fit that workout in there or to make sure that our nutrition is at a top level. It's mm-hmm. not easy, right? I think what's important is that if you find yourself struggling, find a coach, find a mentor, mm-hmm. somebody who can help you with that. You might already have all the information. Yeah, like you said, knowledge is power, but we need to apply that knowledge. We need to take action and not just any action. We need to take the appropriate action because if you just start taking all kinds of action, if the action is not really taking you to your end result, you're just wasting your time or you are spending more time than you need to in order to arrive at your goal. So find somebody who can help you out. Again, in our AV coaching, that's what we try to do. We are putting our heart and soul into it to make sure that the members who are part of the coaching are getting the information they need and just the information they need. They're not overwhelmed with information that is really not going to get them anywhere. It helps them set a realistic goal, something that they can uh, work towards every single day. It's attainable and it's measurable as well. We make sure that the way we structure even our fitness schedule, whatever it might be, it's a variety of things. So it keeps you mentally stimulated. Physically, it keeps you stimulated. We need that variety physically. There's a lot of different aspects that were taken into consideration when Suzanne and I were designing this and working on this and still we put a lot of thought and effort into it through our personal experience as well as working with clients and working with different people and understanding really the psychological, the physical, the mental, like where it all comes from and what Mm -hmm. people are seeking and what people really need. That's what we're trying to provide because There's lots of manuals. There's lots of different things out there, but is it long-term? Is it sustainable? That's really Mm -hmm. what we want to help people achieve is that sustainability and that lifestyle. Right. And you ask Nick, what would be the the one thing or one advice we can give somebody who is still struggling? I would say just do it. Mm -hmm. Just put a good pair of shoes on, head outside and just go for a walk. Honestly, 30 minutes a day, do it first thing in the morning. If you have to wake up half an hour earlier and just go for a walk, because honestly, within the first week, you will start to notice small changes over the course of a month. You're going to start to feel better. You're going to have more energy. You're going to be more positive person within one year. The changes that you're going to notice in your life, although they might be subtle over the course of 12 months, it's going to be an unbelievable shift in your life. It's going to make a huge difference. Okay. But I wake up in the morning and it's day three and I I am like, I really don't want to put on my shoes this morning. I don't want to get out there. Tough love. Do it. You know, again, like find a coach. If you don't have the motivation yourself, find somebody who will push you, who will motivate Mm -hmm. you. But the thing is that you might need that motivation at the beginning. You might need it for a year or two. But after that, you'll be okay. I feel that motivation is not something that we we get very often. We live in, again, a world that is busy, but also on top of that, we live in a fairly negative world. And if we are not careful, that negative information is being fed into us through media, um, really even conversations we are having throughout the day. How many conversations you have on daily basis? I know that you... So more per- like subliminal and subconsciously. Right. So mm-hmm. read positive things. Listen to positive messages. Surround, uh, surround yourself, yourself with mm-hmm. the people that are going to inspire you. Do whatever you can in order to keep that motivation high. And remember, it starts from the inside. It's very difficult to get motivated just from the outside sources. You can. It can provide an inspiration. You can get inspired. But the real work happens on the inside. 
All right. I think that's a good point to end it on is like you said, the real work happens on the inside. The choice is really up to us and it starts with us. So get on those running shoes, get out there and do it. And if there is anything we can do to help, just reach out to us. We are at activevegetarian.com. We are happy to hear your suggestions, your strategies. And if there is anything we can do to help you during your journey to better health, please don't hesitate and, and reach out to us. Send us an email at info at and we'll do our best to help you in any way we can because that is genuinely what we love to do. Until then, get out there, get moving, and just really connect with yourself and start to value who you really are. Thank you for listening to the Active Vegetarian Show the plant-based eater's guide to fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle. For more information, including recipes, nutritional advice, fitness tips, and coaching, please stop by activevegetarian.com. Until then, live active, live healthy, and enjoy life.